Welcome to Rig for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens, presented by Milestar Tires, DeMello Off-Road, and Rebel Off-Road. I'm Frank. And I'm Ali. And we're not home. We are not home <laughs> we're finally. Even, we're probably the furthest we've been from home we since all this. We got the fuck out of California. We got, yeah, we left the awesome. state. <laughs> it's been fantastic. We're over here at uh, Dixie Four-Wheel Drive. Yep. Actually, Tara's here. Hi, Tara. Say hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Who are, who are Hello, you? Podcast World. Uh, my name's Tara. I'm the GM of Dixie Four-Wheel Drive. You guys are like totally family-owned too, right? Uh, yeah. We are... Mom and Dad started back in the early 90s and... Yeah, me and my brother are now involved, and just keep going. That's awesome. Yeah, your brother Bryce, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it is amazing what you guys have created out here. We are so stoked to be in Moab at this event. It's packed. Like, I mean, it's elbow to elbow, and people are having a really good time, and I think people really needed this. Yeah, people needed to get out. People needed to see faces, and this has been just fantastic. We've had great turnout from vendors and customers, and and we couldn't do it without the off-road community. They're fantastic. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you so much, Tara. Hold on, Tara. I have one question because I want to confirm this once and for all. (laughs) Are you guys really open 24 hours? We are open until either my guys literally can't go anymore or we run out of work for that day. (laughs) Wow. That is so much. And I don't think you guys ever run out of work, especially during this time. Uh, I'm pretty good guys. They keep up on it fairly well. So eventually people start thinking we are closed and they stop calling. So I think that's what. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should not let that secret out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tara. Yeah, thanks, Tara. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Um, we said we weren't going to do any interviews on this one because we really have so much to talk about. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Tara rolled up and totally. I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Can't miss that opportunity. Nope. Nope. So we are in Moab. And if you guys remembered from uh, two years ago now. Uh, we broadcasted on the way up and we did a couple episodes. <laughs> we did some very late night episodes. So this is a nice change of pace where it's sunny. It's, you know, nice, what, balmy, balmy 69, 70. Like, it's just a pretty It's chill. like 60. Six, is it 60? Seriously, really? yeah. The high today was supposed to be 59. So wow. <laughs> it's, but isn't it crazy how it feels so good after yesterday? Dude, it is so nice and... The vibe is so good. Like I said, I think people have been yeah. really wanting to get out. So we, uh, we're we doing our first one now out of the Dixie uh, Off-Road Expo here at Dixie Four-Wheel Drive. Um, so just to paint a picture for you, in front of me, I have the LaSalle Mountains in the in the distance. Behind me, I've got the most beautiful Red Rock Canyons. Yeah. Like it is, I, just, I, I think it's one of my favorite locations. I love the juxtaposition and you'll see it yeah. in our pictures, but it snowed. The, the day before we drove here, it's there was a big storm that rolled through and snowed, and the mountains are still snow-covered. So you have this crazy, gorgeous red rock and desert terrain with beautiful, white, snow-capped mountains in the background. Like, right. it is such a cool, like, it contrast. It is so nice. It is so pretty. And, uh, dude, so... <laughs> Where do we even start? Oh my gosh! Um, I feel like, I mean, do we I, go? Do we go back a couple weeks and talk I was, about I was how say, crazy like, I it's I feel been? like I want to talk about, um, like, Just real quick, like the, the trip here. But it's the real, the trip here started like two weeks ago or like a month ago. A month ago, yeah. and we talked about some of it at Oceano Dunes. But the real meat, the heart of the chaos, was within the last two weeks. You guys sure. can't see. I'm just shaking my head right yeah. now, thinking about it. Like, <laughs> it I mean, there were so moments when you called me and you were like, "I don't know, bro. I just, I'm." It's a lot. I'm like, I'm so sick of this fucking Jeep. I'm so <laughs> sick of, I'm so sick of like constantly building. Like I'm just ready to right. go enjoy myself, you know? And right. uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that uh, it got to the place where we were able to come out and bring Kate. Yep. And uh, if we do back up two weeks ago, it was like, uh, let's paint the picture. It was like, John came down from Nevada. Right. From that's Castle really, Pat. yeah, that's really where the push started. Yeah. John came down from Nevada and that's when it's like, okay, it's gotten it's real. It's go now. time. It's yeah. go time. There's no... Got the axles in from Curry. Actually, got it without the the front axle shafts inside of it. So I got the housing. But it's like we just needed it. We had yeah. to get we had to get it in because they were still waiting on some parts. And and Casey came through. Casey's like, all right, Ali, yeah, come by, pick it up. Yeah, came by, picked it up, did great. Um, we got everything welded on. John did all the welding. Literally, like it would not have happened without John. I, I have no idea how this entire build would have happened without Castle Five. Yeah, and let me say, like, I personally, like, I know John, obviously, right? Yep. We're all friends, and I'm, I like the fact, like, I, like, I find it, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like, um, kind of touching and endearing 
because he's the person that originally started with Kate yep. with you, right? He did a lot of the original fabrication, yep. and the fact that he was that he came back and drove all the way down from is he with in Nevada? Is he yeah, he's in Minden. Yeah, drove all the way down with his family just to do basically like Kate, like stage two, like version two, Dude. and redo everything. Like that's like it's. I don't know. I feel like he has some like heart and soul in this too. He so if you ever see any of my Instagram posts and you um, you look at my hashtags, he's, <laughs> he's the first hashtag. Yeah, this is built by Castle Fab and Large. Yeah, so that's awesome. We, I love that. We did it together. Uh, we started with my buddy Alex, who was doing video filming, and that's how the kind of introduction happened through Tony at Roma. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but yeah, yeah, he's been from day one responsible for this. Coming, and that like, and I don't want to hijack your story, but that also like, in my mind at least, underscores the fact that Kate, the Jeep, is, it's almost become a community Jeep in the sense that there's a lot of people's like heart and soul. <laughs> I'm glad this. you said that. I call it the village Jeep. Yeah. See? It's like the village bike. Okay. So it's not just me. No, no. Yeah. It's a village Jeep, dude. So many hands have touched this. And I love, dude, I love when people go, um, I'm self-made. I'm yeah. self-made. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not fucking self-made. Dude, you whether whether you did all the work, but sponsors still came through. Yeah. Like people still probably helped you some yeah. way, somehow. You needed something. Yeah, from no someone. man's an island, right? No like man is an island. Yeah. And you know, if there truly is one, then you know, props to you, bro, but it must be fucking lonely because the friends made it awesome. Yeah. Like the fact that the fact that like Rebel came on board to to help out. I mean, even right now, it's happening right yeah. in front of us. <laughs> yeah, we got Yeti. Yeti's out there, like, helping out on Adam's rig. Yeah. Because Adam has some O2 sensor bullshit going on. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome. And the friends just said, I got tools, I got the experience, yeah. and they just started busting out tool rolls. And They yeah. better not lose my hammer. I, <laughs> I already lost it once. Fuckers. But yeah, um, I mean, I love the fact that Kate is, like, all of us, All and I say us, I mean all of our really close friends, right? Like, would you count, like, six or seven people? Six, seven, yeah. Yeah. Easy. Like, easy. like so... Let me think. John John came down from Minden. It was John and then you, mm-hmm. Matt, 321 Adventure. Um, and then it was American Overland, Eric yep, from Eric. American Overland. Um, it was Alfie, yeah. Alfie DTLAJL or some yeah. shit, whatever combination of letters. <laughs> it was uh, DTLA. It was my buddy, uh, yeah. it was my buddy uh, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Josh Ryder. Um, it was uh, Justin, yeah, uh, from Two Borks. Oh, that's now. right. Yeah, Justin. That's Even right. Justin came down and changed out my master slave. That was Dude, so random. I'm telling you, when you told were... me Justin was coming down, I was like, no way. And then, and then there was a another guy on Instagram. Like, I needed to fill up the nitrogen, and homeboy just came through. Really? Yeah, like freaking. And then like, Martin, obviously, don't forget Martin. Well, so I wanted to get to Martin as like a oh, okay. separate. Yeah. Um, and so just like Justin and. Homeboy, like one of the guys on Instagram, had a nitrogen tank, came charge everything <laughs> That's up. That's awesome. But I would, I would actually, no offense to any of you guys, and you know how much I love all of you. But Martin Castro from Milestar Tires, but has become way more than the dude from Milestar Tires. He's become a very, very, very close friend and very near and dear. Um, I don't know what possessed him, but he took a personal interest, and he went through version, like basically. There's three versions, I would say. So version one, version two, which which is post-wrap, post-rebuild on the old suspension, and then three as it sits now. But Martin came around version two, helped me. We rebuilt the old 44s, um, re-welded a bunch of shit. Like, he's just a good all-around knowledgeable dude, like super fucking smart. And then on top of that, just a really good mechanic. Yeah. Like a general mechanic, like gets shit, understands things that like at a at a more intrinsic deeper level than um just like this kind of like me like I, i'm a good i'm a good wrench but i'm not like you know i'm not very understanding of the inner workings of why this does this and how it affects that yeah but martin can look at something and goes okay so we do this we do that we get some more up travel i'm like what the fuck's up travel and then he's like <laughs> blah 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 yeah, blah martin blah. is like intimately familiar with- i'm like martin do you just hang out with your smart friends and geek out all the time you guys just talk smart shit like good for you um but uh yeah no man it's it without people like martin and, yeah. and john like i really i really don't know man i really really don't know yeah, and then you know, of course, like the the also the people that have probably been there from pretty early on. They, they mean they installed your supercharger. Yeah, Rebel. Right? I said I mean, Rebel. Yeah, oh, Rebel, yeah, yeah. Rebel did. came on and yeah, Rebel installed the supercharger back in the day during like that first kind of like yeah. push before SEMA. Totally. And then 
they came on again. Bond is just such a, I mean, I, it's like dad. I was going like, to say, that guy, like, every time I think that I can't respect that guy more. Hang on one, sorry. What do you need, buddy? Sorry. Uh, Yeti's looking for the, Yeti's looking for the blanket. Um, so anyways, Bond. Like I was saying, like, every time I think I can't respect that guy more, um, we have this crazy deep conversation and I'm just like blown away. Like, whoa. Yeah. This guy is, he's, he's got a ton of knowledge. The experience that dude has in his life, like you could literally sit there for a week and, and talk to him and hear. The stories are the awesome. Stories. His accent like, makes it like 10 times better. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like David Attenborough like meets adventure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's got such a storied, like storied yeah. and well-lived life. Totally. That, and he has some great perspective on it. The pers- and his perspective, his perspective in general, I think yeah. is just pretty spot on in terms of. He's a very real human being. He doesn't take life very seriously. Once you're in with him, you're in with him. Yeah. If you get out with him, you're out. You know, like that's that's just he's like salt of the earth kind of style dude. Yeah. And his whole crew, I love. Yeah, he's he's put together a solid a solid crew for sure. Even the people that uh, that have left, like we saw a couple. And, yeah. Uh, they they come back. There was a yeah they they were on the ride. They come back and they hang out. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah awesome i mean it's all you know it really comes down to about it's all about relationships it's all about how you treat people it's about like yeah. you know what you put out there into the world and and how others uh connect so and that kind of brings it full circle into why all of us are like yeah you if know, you guys friends. didn't have a personal investment in me like, yeah none of this shit would and why all of this happens and yeah. why we all hang out and why all of us do these crazy things that we think are crazy or things that we think we can't achieve like getting a getting a, a rig built off of blocks in two right. weeks like on think, blocks for weeks, bro. right? Like oh things that we think that are like they look at they seem impossible, and the village just steps up. Yeah, I mean, I even had Joe Vanderels from uh, yeah. Hydro Tank come personally install a high pressure water system. That's right, that's right. And then it, the we ran the the hose too close to the exhaust, and it melted to the exhaust. I was wondering how the fuck did I lose forty two liters of water from a, <laughs> a from a nerd tank? Yeah, and it turns out well, leak it started leaking and just burning off uh steaming off the exhaust so yeah so you never actually saw it dripping because it all steamed off it all steamed off wow. while i was driving <laughs> and uh and then he came i told him like oh yeah what happened he's like don't worry we'll take care of it and i get a call from him hey are you on your way he goes no I'm just, i just finished i'm like wait what wait what <laughs> you just what he's like yeah, yeah yeah i just finished i'm like the rig was in my yeah he's like yeah i got there i'm like you know you could have called me i would have like yeah. out some water like no man it's cool I'm like shit. That is. See you later. Is, he's all. I know you're dealing. What I loved was, I know you're dealing with so much, that this was one less thing for you to worry about. Yeah. And that to me, like, was yeah. huge. Joe's a good human. I mean, the up. same same as you. Like, you're you're working like me during the yeah. day, and you ended up taking a little bit of a longer lunch and yep. coming to grab me to get some parts. Yep. And then brought me back, and I was like, gosh. I mean, I I can't I can't thank you enough for. For doing that, and again, none of this shit would have happened without uh, without you, yeah, and without, well, without Matt, all and of without us, yeah, everybody, Joe, and without John, and without Martin, and you know. So for me, if anyone goes, "Hey, did you build this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I put this together," but with the help of a lot of fucking people, yeah. And I say it with pride, like it makes me happy to say that. Yeah, I don't take any shame. I don't think like, oh, it's not me. Like it yeah. takes anything away from your character. It doesn't take or anything away from this build. Yeah, nothing. It makes it better. It in makes my it opinion. better, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it so much better because it's like, fuck, I got some badass friends. I work with some badass companies. I work for a badass company. Like, dude, shit's good. Yeah. And in my opinion, like, I think that's how most of us, I think people listening, right? If you're listening, like, you you have friends, right? And, it, and you guys lean on each other. And I think that's, I think this is a good kind of allegory to how life in general kind of works out, right? Like, if you're... If you build that good circle and you have that good circle of friends and you guys are, you know, have, have got each other, then, man, when you guys come together and step up, you can do some crazy shit. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you can move mountains. Yeah. You know, and the the quality of relationships. And this is what Alan always talks about. The quality of relationships drives the quality of results. Yeah. And that's the CEO of KC, Alan. He's. He's he's affected my life in a lot of different ways where I find myself saying things that now people think come directly from me yeah. because it's so ingrained <laughs> in my mind. Right. Like he's he spent so much time building me up personally. Yeah. So I've I have a lot to thank for him too. Um, just in terms of 
I lost, I, I could have easily lost my shit so many times throughout this entire, uh, the one point that I actually did lose my shit after everything I've been through was when I got death wobble the other yeah, day, yeah. two days ago for the first time in my life. And I lost my shit. I was like, how oh, the, f-? I was like screaming in my fucking Jeep. I, I just lost I, after every fucking thing we did. Yeah. Now, but now it ended up being so simple. I drove for three years on <laughs> what I had. And, and you never nothing. had Beth. You never now had I've got the fucking most insane setup and I get fucking to, oh, you dude, need to I, check his Instagram and so see the video. Sad. It looks it violence. Looks, it, you know what? It looks what like what you would imagine the inside of a paint of a paint can at Home Depot? Dude, that's exactly. Like. Dude, I had that same thought in my head. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, holy shit! I don't know what the fuck is breaking in my Jeep right now, but <laughs> I'm surprised. Could, I'm surprised shit's not right. If you could strap a Jeep seat inside of a paint can and turn on the shaker, it's like that's, that's, that's like, what it was like. <laughs> so bad, so so bad, and uh, but it was simple. It was so simple. So everyone. If you're suffering from death wobble, <laughs> um, check your bolts. At the very minimum, check your bolts. And uh, I know Kathleen, Doctor Death Wobble's uh, mom, is gonna fucking like hunt me down and kill me for for giving away all their secrets. But all it's as simple as checking your bolts. Yeah. And making sure shit's tight. Yep. And it's funny because, well, I mean, we'll get to you know what. I'm I'm getting ahead of us. Okay. Uh, we we'll, we'll come back to that because it was on that trail that we did, we had done. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Dude. So, anyways. The village came together. We made it happen. Kate's built. You and me, uh, you originally were going to drive your FJ, which right. after what we saw this week, probably wasn't the dumbest idea, actually, because there are so many FJs and Broncos. and yeah. it's, it's more of like, it's almost like it's become off-road safari rather than, or Easter off-road safari rather than Easter Jeep safari. Yeah, and who was telling us? Somebody Some, was saying back in the 70s Yeah, someone was saying 60s. that, yeah, back in the day that we was talking to one of the old timers here yep. and that back in the day, back in the day. 60s, 70s, that that's what Easter Jeep safari was. Yeah. Or not, sorry, not Easter Jeep safari, but that's what that's what this week was is that yeah. there was there was a lot of vehicles, brands. It wasn't brand specific. It was right. brand agnostic. Totally. And, and then uh, they ended up getting so much market share on the right. Jeep side that uh, the Red Rock. It just kind of took over. Red Rock. What, what is it called? I forget their exact name. It's Red Rock uh, Off Road or yeah, Red I think Rock it is. Four Wheel or some. Sorry, guys. Um, the Red Rock Crew. They uh, they they branded it. They made it into Easter Jeep Safari, and they've had it every single year for fucking ever. I think for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. And uh, it's such a great, great event. And uh, this this expo that we're sitting at right now, this is brand new because. Uh, the Red Rock guys got a lot of shit from the Moab City, from Moab City. And oh, did they really? Dixie's like right outside Moab proper. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why th- their shit doesn't really I thought it was in Moab. Her. Okay, that makes sense. And so that's why Tara was able to put this together with Faith and, uh, oh, shit. Uh, and how, like, <laughs> Faith how- and Brit, uh, Brit, I think, Brit. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> i get your name again. But, yeah, they put this, they put this, it's Moab Off-Road Expo. Got together with Dixie Four Wheel Drive and then put together the Dixie Off Road Expo. That's what were, were you asking? I was gonna say like how lucky or serendipitous or however you want to put it to the fact that I mean the Dixie even has a property this size, dude. The, it's it's impressive. It is impressive. It's super impressive. Like how much space and room these guys have? Yeah, and, and they're uh, still working on rigs. Like they're, they're still. still fully I thought they would be shut down, yeah, and I still totally fully understand now how they would never be shut down. Like <laughs> that's not what they would do. I mean, we were here last night. And there were rigs coming in, either being pulled by other, like Jeeps being pulled by other Jeeps. A couple came in on tow trucks, mm-hmm. and some drove in. Yeah. But they were showing up at 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. They yep. were still showing up into the garage because, I mean, and it's not any fault of the Jeeps or anything like that. I mean, these trails, there's some gnarly trails out here yeah. that test everything. They Dude, test it doesn't skill. matter what you have. Yeah, they test skill, metal, and driver. Yep. 100%. Yep. They're, they will put your dick to the test. Yep. Yeah, driver IQ out here is like, this is the spot. Yep, this is so, the spot. That's that's DIQ. If you haven't listened to other episodes, driver IQ. Not <laughs> put your brain in the right place, guys. This is a family show. Yeah. So um, so the anyways, drive up here, man. Let's, yeah, the drive up. Let's hit was, the road. So I went. I stole Alan's trailer, which I had his yeah. Forerunner wrapped in multicam black so that I could steal his trailer because we wrapped <laughs> that in the same scheme. So it looks like it was made for my Jeep. <laughs> and uh, we, I grabbed that, and Alan was nice enough to let me borrow his really we fucking have, we expensive trailer. We should have rattled his wheels gold. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure he would have loved, <laughs> he loved that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the last time I'm letting you borrow shit, Ali. Um, well, he may still say that. Yeah, he, he might. <laughs> 
It's like a little dent, okay? <laughs> it's little. I had to learn how to Just put a sticker turn. over it. You'll be fine. <laughs> it, it got it got broken in. Let's there's say, a let's there's a Casey Daylighter sticker just waiting to go right there. Right there. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So let me borrow his trailer. Picked it up. That was a that was a crazy Friday. That was a crazy Friday. Crazy Friday. It was like a long just day. Running around and then uh, Sunday Saturday Saturday morning. I mean, you we showed spent up? sixteen. Just so just for the record, we spent sixteen and a half hours on the road. That that's on on Friday. Yeah yeah yeah. Friday was was nuts. And mind you. I, up to that point, had gotten a collective six, seven, That's eight, right. nine, ten. Ten hours of sleep over a period of 72 hours. Whew. And, uh, it, like, I was putting in, like, I was going to Brutal. sleep at 445, waking up at I didn't six, sleep seven. much that night either. I still had to work. <laughs> I, I went to bed at, at, at almost midnight, and I woke up at four in the morning. Wow. Yeah. So, anyways, we, we got together. We headed out. We ended up meeting up with uh, Randy. Yeah, and Taylor and Aaron. Um, Aaron Trump, who's yeah. a, is an awesome, uh, who's an awesome videographer. He goes by uh, Trompskis, I believe, on Instagram. Oh, okay, I'm not hundred percent sure, but whatever. Uh, badass dude with a camera and uh, young, hungry, and and willing, which is what you want to find in somebody for this kind yep. of work because it's not for everybody. It's a grind, man. It's long hours. Yeah. It's long days. You got to hustle. You're constantly on. We just make sure he's fed. <laughs> he's got he's got whatever he wants to drink and whatever he wants to eat. Yep, and, just keep that know, motor fueled. Keep keep going, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he, it's funny too because he does eat double. Like he's yeah. he's burning well, he's so young, many calories. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a young kid, man. Yeah, um, we got some good photos on the way out, and we saw some incredible landscape on the way out. Got amazing photos. We saw like we st- we found these like derelict like motels. Yeah, that were just covered in the. Dopest graffiti, like like, the, like, and I'm not talking like graffiti, like some tagger. No, no, like, no. It's like the backs of like, uh, Melrose, you know, like style, like gorgeous, LA, yeah, gorgeous, like like murals. Almost. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Just absolutely beautiful. And so it was like a great opportunity to shoot Kate in crazy colors. Something really cool, yeah, yeah. And it and it works so well that oh multi cam black just popped. Yeah, because you because it doesn't like, usually pop, but it yeah. popped. Yeah, you put a black vehicle at multicam in front of this crazy, bright, vibrant colors, and yeah, the contrast is epic. Is is insane. So, and and fun fact, got Frank to shoot uh, my feature for Adventure Rigs magazine. <laughs> so those photos will make their way in there. And then we That's just an honor. we That's just an honor. found out. Uh, I was talking to Kelly over at Tread Magazine, and she goes, "Yeah, when are you going to get this ready for the cover?" I'm like, "Oh shit, we're going to get a cover." What? She goes, "Yeah, we're going to get a cover." I'm like. Awesome. She goes, uh, so I'm like, who's going to shoot it? She's like, who do you want? She gave me my pick. Really? Of whoever I wanted. Wow. And, uh, you know, she works with Photo Runner. She works with all these guys. Yeah. Well, Frank, you want to shoot the cover? Frank's like, got this. Got this. Got this. And so, got you know, you. this is what you do, man. Like, yeah. you you build the family. Yeah. And, and you I'm, keep I'm the family I'm, strong. I'm grateful. Like, that's, we you talked know? about this. Remember we talked about it and you were, I think your exact words were like, man, we're a lot alike in our, like, history. Because I remember we were talking about, like, the stuff we wanted to do when we grew up when we were kids. Like, getting into photography and, like, doing yeah. that stuff. And yeah. you did, and, and, like, and I'm bringing this up because you also do a lot of photography. You have a strong background in photography. Oh, dude, it is. And you know my ego. Total, like, which yeah. is a total shit ego. And I, I work on it all the time. But <sighs> I'm, I'm flawed and I'm working on it daily. <laughs> Um, and at least I'm aware, so there's progress. <laughs> but uh, but it's like, oh, you could get the cover. And I'm like, how am I going to shoot my own cover? That's the first thought. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, asshole, you don't shoot your own cover. You get somebody else to fucking shoot your shit for you. It's like you don't have to do everything. You can let go of the wheel and fucking let somebody else steer it. Like, it's and it's hard. It's hard. It dude. is hard. It's so yeah, hard, it's hard because I've, you know, I started this off by saying no man is an island, but in work. And in my own work ethic and in everything I've had to do and struggle through, it has felt a little bit like I've done everything and worn every fucking hat. And sometimes it's it's hard to like let go and just yeah. be like, you know what, it's okay. Like it doesn't I don't have to do everything for all things. Yeah. Can, it's different when you grow up having to like, you know, rely on rely on yourself to get it done. Yeah. Right? Like it's not it's not about being greedy or being egotistical. It's just about it's just about like, look, man, I've I haven't had a support team. Like I've if if it if it was going to get done, I had to do it. You know, and then you start when you start growing that team and you start growing that circle of friends and then you that's when you kind of start to realize like, oh, I got I do have people I can lean on and they're freaking good at it. Like they're good at supporting me and good at what they do. And yeah, I mean and, and we and you're not the only one. Like I, you know, I struggle with my own things, right? And yeah. so that's that's just humanity. 
Yep. But I think the hardest part is to be cognizant of it, to realize it, and then decide to work on it. Like that's not. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's the self awareness. Yeah. Then what are you going to do with that awareness? Right. Exactly. Like you could be like, yeah, I'm an asshole, and a lot of people are like that. And oh, they just say, just screw it. You deal with it. Yeah. Fuck that's you. That's who I am. And it's like I hate those people because it's like you've closed off so many opportunities for so many different things by yeah. being a total fuck. You know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's like you don't have to be. You to could, me, that's a total cop you out. You do better. It's a cop-out. It's 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 a cop-out because that means that you have chosen to not work on yourself and not improve yourself and make it everyone else's problem and right. screw you. So, yeah, yeah, I don't have any sympathy for that. No. So, anyways, great trip. Great drive. Awesome. A lot of deep conversations, which is why, which is one of the coolest things about what we do, you know, and, and I think part of the reason why we've become close friends, like, is we have these crazy conversations. And same thing with us, with our circle of friends around the campfire. Right, we have these crazy conversations, yeah. and we ended up getting in late, and you know, really making late. it happen. <laughs> yeah, we're staying with the we're staying with the Romer crew. Another great you group could, of friends. You could check them out on Instagram at I am Romer. Yeah, R O A M R, and a uh, good group of friends. Uh, like I said, Tony's been super instrumental in, in making a lot of. Tony like, was one of the first guys on our podcast. Yeah, like yeah. early early episodes. Yep, totally. You've, yeah, along with uh, same one that John was on. Yep, and. Uh, just good friends, and they've been yeah. consistent, you been, know. Yeah, and so we're staying with them. Um, I had the guys in a nice hotel at the close to the arches. Yeah, at the Spring Hill Suites. Um, kind of let them have their own space. They yeah. don't. They don't need me fucking <laughs> hovering over them, like micromanaging anything. Right. They don't need the boss. They don't need, uh, harshing yeah. their their downtime. Uh, it's, I'm I'm totally fine with sleeping on a broken pullout couch. Like it's <laughs> it's a okay. Um, it's rough. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel bad for you. I mean, because I brought my setup and I'm sitting on the floor and it's I brought a my nice setup. I brought my camp setup, my yeah. standard camp setup. Yeah, it's really and nice. And it's like you know, we've talked about this numerous times. It's super dialed and super yep. cozy. And I feel bad because that pullout couch ended being ended up being such a fucking shit show. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but it was just it felt great to like. So let's let's back up a little bit. We ended up camping out the first night. Yes, that's right. Yep. Damn, how did I forget at that? This, at this awesome, I'm not even going to name I it. I feel like this has been two weeks. It's only been like four days. Yeah, <laughs> at this awesome uh, group site that I booked and on a whim. And that was just, out it, by Cane Creek, right? Yeah, and it worked out so well. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really have a lot of expectations. I thought it was going to be like a dirt lot. and But I, I realized pretty quick, that you don't really go anywhere around here and have a bad, have a bad view or a bad place. That is a really good point because I know sometimes people get bummed out. They don't get the camps that they want or they're not camping in the place that they think is the best. Right. Man, just pick a spot. You cannot go wrong. You really can't. It's so nice. This place is 100 or sorry, this place is 360 degrees of stunning. Just amazing. Yeah. Everywhere. Seriously. Like if I stand up right on top of my Jeep and look around. Yeah. It's just these beautiful, like like I said, the LaSalle Mountains, which is snow capped right now. And then the Red Rock behind. It's just, it's so cool. So cool. So anyways, so we stayed at this spot. Uh, the following morning, we got up. We were doing some filming with uh, Four Wheel Parts, um, Rugged Radios, and Casey. And we did a little group um, group shoot. Yeah. And then, uh, and then what? And then and then we. Uh, no, I mean yes, yes, you did all that, but that wasn't all. That was a crazy morning because they did that. Like a lot of a lot of the guys were there. Hell's Revenge. No, dude, you spent the whole morning wiring. Oh, that wiring too. The yeah. Jeep. Yeah. Like, you were putting yeah. in lockers, like wiring up lockers. Like so you I wasn't, were, I wasn't exactly done. Yeah, you were, <laughs> dude. You were getting down. Like uh, I was, and I was taking photos. I'm so sick of talking about around. working on my Jeep. So I was I running around, but just, just the fact, just the fact that you're like, and I, and we talked about this briefly that day. Yeah. About how I was personally impressed, like how you've got the kit. You're sitting there wiring, soldering, <laughs> like doing all this stuff, and I'm just like, dude, like. Thinking about electrical gives me such anxiety yeah. that I'm going to mess up my truck or mess up my electrical sure. that I don't want to do it. It freaks me out. Well, I mean, it's intimidating. It so, is. But, you know, yeah, I, I kind of grew up as a kid, like, wiring up my own stereos and then working for good guys in Circuit City back when I was younger. But it's just when once you kind of realize it, it it's not going to bite you. Yeah. Like, you, you might fry something, and if you wire some shit wrong or use the wrong gauge wire, you could burn your car down. So right. you definitely won't need to know something about what you're doing. But for the most part, I mean, it's 
it's only intimidating until you do it and you start doing it a few times and you go through reps. It's all about reps. Yeah. And I love that quote that you said that you got from somebody who in your past. Oh yeah. So, uh, (laughs) it's a old, uh, it was an old girlfriend I had like way back in the day, um, before my beautiful, wonderful, amazing wife, (laughs) um, who I love dearly, but her father, Dwayne was like a father to me. Yeah. And, uh, Dwayne, he told me, he goes, Ali, you can't, break anything on this car that can't be fixed and this was back when i had like a 95 honda civic and i was into yeah. canyon racing and uh he's like you can't break anything i was, it was doing i was doing brakes and i was scared of shit to do brakes yeah I, see, I had to replace the seal i'm like i don't know how to fucking he's like just, right just just dig in yeah just go for it step one and so i you know you start to get used to, as long as you're like kind of methodical and you start going through like a process yeah it's all about going through the through the motions and then you know making it happen and, and we made it happen and it was fine. And from that moment on, I have never felt any qualms about really digging into any part of the vehicle. Yeah. Like some of it's just a pain in the ass. Some of it I'm just incapable of actually doing like, you know, unless I, I can, I'm at the point now where I start to buy stuff as I need it for a special project. So, um, for instance, like I needed to re, re uh, redo some nut certs, which are a pain in the dick to like, un like take out because, you think you're going to drill them out, they'll just start spinning. Right. They they spin with the drill bit. Yeah. And it's like there's no easy way of of removing them. Right. And so you end up twisting it and hacking it and, like, using pliers. and Right. Like, a, I used a cutter and I kind of, like, just, just really screwed it up. And eventually, like, a couple of them I just poked straight through and, like, let them fall into into right. the body forever. Um, but I bought, a, I bought a nutser tool and, you know, it's like that's – that's what you do. If you really want to make it happen, you don't want to spend a lot of money, you got to do it yourself. So buy once, cry once, you know, and, and totally. then put the time in. Totally. And that's yep. that like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. The next project that I have, I am going to try and do it myself as far as the wiring electrical is concerned mm-hmm. and not, and not lean on somebody else or at least like, or go to rebel, even though they do fantastic work. Like I, there's some things that you just have to be self-sufficient on. And I feel like, um, I've got a lot of, a lot of other skills, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, the more you use your vehicle, the more you beat on it. It's inevitable that something at some point is going to happen. Yeah. And if you don't spend the time when you have time and it's convenient, like your home, you're safe to to learn it. You're gonna have to learn it on the fly in the middle of nowhere. And yep. I, it's a much better situation to get it out of the way when when you're installing it and learn how it works. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and it's like, dude. You just gain you gain so much more knowledge. Or when you have friends around. Well, yeah, but you gain, you. you gain so much more knowledge about your vehicle too. Yeah. Like, so when something breaks on the trail, you might have already touched it, and so you know what you right. need to go through to fix it. You know how it's routed. You know what it's yeah. connected to. You know how it works. You're not searching for where did this go? How does this get? Where's the wiring? Or how does it? Yep. How did it get routed? Does it impact other things? Am I cutting the right wire? Am I? Do I need to solder it? Do I need to just tape it? Do I need to use a a mm-hmm. butt connector, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Those are not questions you want to be asking when you're in an emergency situation. Right. <laughs> totally. But, you know, anyways, experience is is, is something that I think it's I'm going to... Yeah, and that quote, like what you said, that conversation kind of inspired me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, then we did Hell's Revenge. Oof. Dude. Oof. What an amazing... So I would have to say... Sunday was probably one of the best days of It was wheeling. a high. It was a high of highs. Yeah, I was stoked. Like we were up there. We Eventually were like, we got lost and I didn't give two fucks. I was like, We were I yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you I mean you didn't know. I like, didn't know and didn't I was know. and I was like yeah, it's it's weird for me and because I'm always driving. I'm in control. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so in this situation, I couldn't I wasn't in control and I couldn't really contribute a whole lot. That's fine. Right? So I just had to sit there and just trust everything yeah right and so that for me was like that's not normal that's not my world that's not something i'm, I'm we were we were careful like everything yeah. looks like a 200 foot drop that some too. of it is but <laughs> some of it is just like uh two foot like a little totally thing and it looks like, like it's an abyss like that moment where i'm like dude it's a cliff it's a cliff i'm like it's not a cliff we're fine i can see where we're going and because you look like you're falling off dude, the face of the world, it's like, pitch dark, man. Even with lights on, full it's moon, pitch dark. Dude, full moon, lights, everything. And <laughs> let me tell you something. This is this is really good to cover. So, well, we'll talk about the actual trail. But at night, when you're driving, your amber lights and some of these trail markers are were in yellow. At night, when you're driving, the yellow marks on the ground fade. 
yeah away completely yeah. and then you during the day you're following this really distinct black it, it is so utterly obvious during the day yeah this this very obvious black mark that goes up the hill These and black tracks yep. you follow them everywhere and and then when you come when you get when it gets to be evening everything just looks gray the, it's amazing to me that those black tracks of all the rubber that you're following, right? That they can that they can disappear. They like dis- that completely disappear. I would I was have like, never have thought that was possible. God damn it! And so you're at night, and you, all, and at night, all you see basically is slick rock. Everything is slick rock, yeah. and you don't know where the trail is because if you have ambers on, the yellow markers disappear. You put and, on your clears, and and then you also have the yeah. You the clears will help you see them, but then the clears wash out the, yeah, the, the marks, tire marks, yeah. and then on top of that. <laughs> Because you have lights on, your seat, you've got this tunnel vision because all you can see is what your lights are illuminating. And it makes me realize that, hey, you should probably spend some time and aim your fucking lights totally. right. Totally. My lights were not tuned. Yeah. And this, then, yeah. Doing, doing, a, doing a very technical or at least a trail like Slick Rock where you have these crazy elevation changes and the yep. terrain is so varied that if your lights aren't hitting in the right spots... It does look like a 30-foot drop until you get out with a flashlight and you realize it only Which goes down two feet. We did do that. We literally pulled out a flashlight. Yeah, and, there's, and you know what? And I'll say this. Man, I jumped out just to spot to make sure we were on trail. And there were a couple times where we were not on trail. And there were a few times where we were. We just didn't realize it because yeah. we couldn't tell. Yeah, it's so crazy how, how quickly your perspective changes. Totally. With the loss of light. Totally. So, um, pro tip, <laughs> right? Pro tip: angle your lights, and if there's yellow markers, maybe ambers aren't the best idea. <laughs> but backing it up, so I mean, I've had so much faith in this in this new system and all the work that went into it, and knowing, oh, dude, knowing everything was done Ridiculous. right and double checked by Rebel, so on and so forth, and and it was it's great. What a nutty and nutty experience! I literally walked up everything. Yeah. For the most part, everything was like no problem. We, uh, when, like, Mar- Martin came and grabbed the Jeep and threw on some new tires. Like we were, we were solid. I couldn't believe the performance of this new setup. Like yeah. I'm mind blown, and I have the luxury. I mean, of of aside from you, like being the person who obviously who owns it and drives it and experienced it before and after. Like I have the luxury of seeing Kate after like Kate 1.0 right. when you got the original setup. When you were stoked on everything, and mm-hmm. it was, and you were coming out here, and you were knocking out things and learning things, and you you were becoming what you wanted, like you're, you were accomplishing your goals, right? Right. And we thought that was amazing yeah. back then. Like we were like, dude, which it was, right from stock, it was totally amazing, yep. right? And then to go out there and experience even more difficult trails, even gnarlier gate, like you know, obstacles. Yeah. On this setup, it was night and freaking day, man. Yeah, I was I was taking all the hard lines, and yeah. I was like, oh shit! But you're not even the hard. Like, she you did were that. Hitting stuff. She did that. She did that. Okay, okay. That rock didn't feel it. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. Like, there was a segment where damn. there was like a um like a a ravine, like a, not not deep, but it was like a V notch where right. you kind of you, you just hit it dead on, like went cha chunk. You know, where normally like if you hit it. You know, if you're not high, you'll it hit your bumper. Jostle you, yeah. you would jostle you, but it, or or in you some cases, in some cases, it could stop you. Like you're, you know, it you you know how you lock up when you hit a, a big rock mm-hmm. and it stops your tire dead, and you and you're all of a sudden like, oh, didn't happen. Yeah. Kate would hit those like walls and just go boop right over them. Yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't really feel them. You just kind of feel like a a light push to the side and then back down again. Mm-hmm. It was, it was rad. Right. It, it was, was stupid. So cool. <laughs> it was so, ridiculous. I mean, on one hand, too, it it also developed a uh, a very overly confident sense of self <laughs> to where I had to like check myself quite a bit and be like, "Look, dude, you're gonna you gotta chill. You yeah, know, you still gotta you still gotta drive within your ability, right? Even if right. your Jeep is able, that's a good point. You gotta chill the fuck out because you still need to drive this thing home, right?" Know? Right, and it's so easy to like just want to go for it, and I would say doing a Hell's Gate, which was a massive that incline, was cool, yes, without a spotter was that was intense. that was pretty hairy. I'm I understand a- now why people use spotters, but yes. I'm like, eh, what's but the worst that it. could happen? A lot, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it's like driving a stick shift too. Something that steep is yeah. freaky because I only get I'll only get like one good pump on the brake before it gets really hard to brake. Yes. And and I knew that I had to. Um, I knew that I, I would only get that one chance. So yes. I really tried so hard to like stay on it, and it worked out. And I stayed in gear, 
and uh, I got that new uh, I got the new Center Force uh, high inertia flywheel, which keeps the RPMs going. Like it, it keeps the right. engine momentum going, and so it's really nice. And I made it that with the spec stage three clutch, and power was no problem. Um, the grip was no problem with the tires, and the suspension, like we said, yeah. is like took took on all the weight and and made it not feel like and it the was brake that, that brake thing is no joke because if you guys remember which i'm sure you have because <laughs> it was literally all over the internet when that gx lost brakes yeah it went dude. halfway up lost brakes. was that a gx i, I think it was a forerunner. A, it might have been a forerunner. i don't know it might have been a forerunner that hit a gx i don't know it was so either bad. way it was so fucking bad yeah it rolled all the way down from about from about halfway to maybe three quarters it rolled yeah. all the way down he was up there pretty good he was up there pretty good and he rolled back a ways like having been there in person and i see how far he actually rolled back it's far and he came in hot dude i could like, not i could not even imagine so bad what that would have been like i can't i can't believe he kept it straight coming back down backwards like he that that could have ended so many horrific ways dude it was it was it was literally the craziest thing i've seen right? and <laughs> the fact that he smashed a guy and they both drove home yes right? that is also exceptionally crazy and impressive yes it also underscores why you should stay back when people are doing a nutty obstacle. Totally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the reality is is like you always want to give people space, especially if the guy in front of you is a stick shift. He's going to need a little bit of room to and back up. And to be fair, that, that car did give him space. That car was like 40, 50 feet back at least. Which is probably what saved his ass because yeah. it is soft sand. Yeah, that's true. There. That's true. Yeah. And so there was probably some sucked momentum some sucked speed. up yeah. and got sucked up and then smashed. Still hit him pretty solidly. <laughs> yeah. So you we, you did it. Did it. You got through it? Got it. Bucket list? Dude. Checked it? I did my Jeep check in. I'm going to get my tag. I don't, there's nowhere for it. But I'm going to have it. Yep. And uh, it's going to be on the table with everything else. And then we proceeded to get lost. And then we got lost, <laughs> which, you know, brings us back full circle to uh, tune your lights. Tune your lights. Because I think if my lights were pointed in a better way, it probably would have helped a lot. And, uh, yeah, but, but then mean, you had this like brilliant idea that I love because I didn't it didn't even cross my mind. You have all these tools at your disposal, all these technical gadgetry, and you want to use them, right? But sometimes the simplest solution is the right one. Yeah, just look up Google, pull up Google Maps, man. Yep. <laughs> pull up Google Maps and say, "Take me out." <laughs> no problem. Saw the trailhead. It was marked. Yep. And we followed it. Follow the we blue ended line. Up, we ended up fucking following it all the way back the way we came, which sucked a little bit and it was that I, I was looking forward to going all the way coming through, out the other end uh, coming out the other end yeah. which i heard was pretty hairy uh, which sounded like a lot of fun but i think i think we were okay especially with the fact that the track bar loosened up on that trail. right which we didn't even know about but good thing right like, and i can't believe we didn't end up with death wobble that that's night. the part that blows my it's mind it's almost like it got so cold that I think it got so cold, things got loose. That could have been yeah, it. Yeah, so once... They kind of shrunk. The metal yeah, kind of like retracted a little That's, bit. It's a possibility. I don't know. I mean, know. I don't know. Yeah. It's because because we did drive home on road for quite a way. We hit some bumps. We made U-turns. and we yeah. were going, and did, I think we were going to Adam's place. Yeah. Right? And so we were going. We were driving on streets uh, after the trail. Yeah, and fairly good speed, too. Fairly good speed. We never got death wobble. Nope. And then we went home to the, ho to, to the house. the night. And never had an issue. Everything settled. Everything settled. Yeah. Everything settled. Like it was all, it was probably all warmed up. Right. And they got cold as shit. Right. And it that's got called, to yeah. freezing it did temperatures. Yeah. And so I think that's what kind of made it loose. And then probably throughout the driving, because in, in the morning I dropped you off, nothing. Nothing. And then once I got back on the road, then it got, it, it all went down. It probably started kind of oh rattling loose. Oh my yeah. God. Let me tell you guys. So <laughs> I used to hear about Death Wobble. And totally. I used to, and I used to think like, what, what's up with all these sensitive people? Like they're why are they freaking out? Things are just vibrating <laughs> a little bit. Like, what, what? what's their deal? Like, gosh. I'm, Find your chill, man. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about this death wobble stuff. And, you know, my buddy Ken over at Ken's Car Care, you, you, our buddy, um, Dr. Death Wobble, he, uh, he, he deals with this. And I'm like, yeah, it's so crazy that he, like, deals yeah. with this, like, vibrating vehicle thing and whatever. Um, but, uh, but, no, it's, it's, it's scary as fuck. It it's is the, the one that, and especially the way that you got it. Like I think that's nutty, dude. It is the scariest shit I've ever experienced. Like flat out in my Jeep. <laughs> out of all the things, I mean, even even like losing the caliper wasn't as scary because really, we, yeah, because like that was, was that would I mean that was freaky. It was like a th thunk. It was just more of an inconvenience and it was a pain in the ass. But you had no brakes. Well, I mean, but we were at a we were at an incline and. After like coming down a pass, well, I'm not. I'm not saying like I didn't even have any knowledge that yeah, there was yeah. something wrong with That's the true. system. So you just knew something went wrong. But you after the yeah. fact, it's like yeah, that was that was hairy. That was hairy as fuck. Yeah. Like I 
we're probably real lucky we're alive yeah uh but so far so good um but uh but yeah, no, that that wobble thing, like I was driving next to somebody when it first happened and I hit the smallest little bump in the road. Small, tiny bump. Wow. And the wheel started shaking like fucking crazy. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, maybe it's the trailer. Maybe something's off with the trailer. And so I dropped the trailer off and I'd be driving and then suddenly like I would start to feel the slight shake. It starts really, really soft. It starts super soft. Like you just feel a little vibration. And then it just gets progressively worse within like a matter of like five seconds. It's just like blow full on. Yeah. Two seconds. It's just full on madness. And, uh, and I, and I lost my shit completely. I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck this is? I was so frustrated. I was so upset. Dude, the text messages I was getting, I was just like, oh man, like what's going on? Like, I was like, oh, Ollie's having a bad moment. I had to this go is- meet you guys or meet the, the team at a uh, Hey Joe trail with tread lightly. We were yeah. doing a little, um, we were doing uh, some video work with them. Yeah. With Casey and, uh, and yeah, man, I mean, I got to the trail, aired down. I felt like it kind of went away. It wasn't too bad. Like I was able to go at decent speed and yeah. like, okay, maybe it was just, uh, um, maybe it was just like, something on the road because and then we did this trail we were going like one mile an hour it was like a total shit show it was great to see the tread lightly team like in action but i realized the reason why they always say they only want like four or five rigs is because a crew of 12 15 just makes that thing take for it's work huh? it's yeah it, it it was so hard it's so frustrating to just go at that speed yeah we had a gladiator there poor girl like dented her rig was not well equipped was not ready for anything really like in terms of of that terrain wheeling. and that wheel yeah and it wasn't even it was any it was nothing too hard yeah uh because our gladiator got through the stuff um but her, her dick was small and uh and it was just you know it was a bad day for her so yeah anyways it got to the point where we had to get back to dixie to set up on that monday and I ended up flipping a bitch and the guy behind me, there was this Asian family that came up behind me and they were like really bummed because we were going so slow and they weren't part of our group. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so uh, what's going on here? Like, yeah, I'm trying to get through. And it's like, oh, sorry, bro. It's a one lane road forever. Right. And there's no real getting around this group. Right. Like, it's not going to happen. So that guy was bummed and I could see him in my rear view. And at one point his family was just like walking alongside the the jeep oh, it was that man. slow yeah it was that slow. slow yeah with the dog and the kid and like ugh, i was like fuck this sucks um the cause was great the 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 drive was horrible so we end up uh we ended up uh i ended up turning around the guy behind me turned around i thought he'd let me pass i think he wanted to get back at me i i was dusted for like a solid like three miles four miles of just eating this guy's dust and i'm like can't go much slower you know, because he wasn't driving fast. So I'm like, it's not like I really want to slow down. It's not going to make a difference. And he wouldn't let me pass him because he'd be, he'd be dusted a little bit and I'd be gone. <laughs> and Which eventually happened once we got to this fence and his wife got out in the fence and she was about to jump back in. I ran, closed the gate, locked it, jumped in my Jeep and boned out. <laughs> gone. <laughs> I, I, I'm I out. So fucking fast, like <laughs> past her. And it was just like the... The fucking rooster tail behind me was like <laughs> 20 feet high. Bye. <laughs> and yeah. And so I, I got through the trail. I realized I had no gas. I was like, fuck me. But made it up. And as soon as I got on the main road, which is quite a few miles of just open road to the, to the main highway, um, the death wobble was just relentless. It was like yeah. every, it felt like every 50 feet, it was starting to come back and I'd stop. And that's when I, I truly lost my shit where I started yelling at myself in the Jeep and to God, <laughs> yeah. just so upset. Um, I had my little baby moment. So after I, I was, after I was done crying, like a little, bitch, I just remember the call at that time. I don't know if it was before or after this, but the know. call when you were like, just watch the video. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just oh, yeah watch I was, the video. it was after I'm like, just fucking watch the video. It's like, what, like, what have you been doing? Just watch, yeah. just watch. The you're like, video. dude, it's, it's, yeah, I went, yeah. I remember you specifically told me, you're like, you know what? I went from the highest high yesterday yeah. to the lowest low yep. today. Yep. Like in was, one in twenty four hours, he goes, "Just watch the video." It was garbage. <laughs> it was so garbage. And but it ended up being okay. Like ended it ended up being fine. Catastrophic. I uh, I ended up limping it over to Dixie, uh, almost crashed into somebody on the way on the road. I Oof. just 
shit, I really should have got it towed. I just didn't know where to start with that. I'm like, fuck it, just limp. So I'm going like 20 miles an hour. Um, I had to go, I had to go below at 20 or below or at 60 and above because <laughs> anything between 20 and 60 was an unknown. Like I didn't yeah. know what was going to set it off and uh i made it and during that time i'd posted that video it's kind of like my little flare like if anybody had any advice like that's my flare <laughs> shot the flare up into the sky on instagram uh ken our buddy uh reached out immediately ali what's up dude and he's from michigan right so yeah like, what's up dude ali how can i help you dude and i'm like ken like this it's happening i need i need a doctor <laughs> and uh and he goes bruh my dad's there dude like, he's going to come. He's going to help you. Don't worry about it. Wow. And so fucking Ken Sr. comes That's with so Kathy. Cool. And Kathy, fuck, dude. I, she's like, you know we're on vacation, right? Like, <laughs> like she just poured out the sarcasm. Like, like she had a full just audience. Just razzing you oh, the whole <laughs> It was relentless, like, the entire time. And That's she's like, awesome. She's like, how you, she's like telling Ken, she's like, how are you going to fix it? He's all, well, with tools time and knowledge (laughs) (laughs) that's a great answer (laughs) and and he's like you know he's going through everything he's like don't tell him that like don't tell him that like giving away all our secrets you know (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna start my own youtube channel now that's hilarious dr death wobble jr um (laughs) i I know everything and uh but he he ended up being the track bar it was loose like i said that bolt got bolt yeah wallet out got loose wallet out and uh just it was a bad day. Yeah. And what's really funny is on that main road heading to the highway on the way back from that trail, trying to get to Dixie, which I was four hours late to, um, I, uh, I pulled out my tools and I was torquing down shit and I torqued down everything except for those two bolts, the two yeah. main bolts of the track bar. And I even, I even tried to tighten down my, uh, my ball joints cause the, the Terraflex ball joints, you can torque those down. Right. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I didn't do that. And it got loose and that's, what's making this wa- no, we're talking about like a 16th to an eighth of an inch of movement on a bolt on your track bar. And it was loose on both sides. Yeah. That little tiny, tiny bit that's of all movement, it took. That's all it took to, <laughs> to send this, oh, send, man. send my wheels into this crazy, Isn't that nuts, crazy, gnarly, like, you know, death wobble. Just and a little bit of movement and everything just starts resonating and shaking and fucking falls apart. The, yeah. whole, the whole world comes crashing. Down. Yeah. And it's like. And then he like he like muscled it like tight, like really really put the business to it, and uh, no death wobble, which is like beyond relieving. Like yep. let me just tell you, it's like it was one of those moments where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm like I just I need a break. I need yeah. a break from fixing this fucking thing. But the uh, Eaton E lockers that I that I wired up, they worked fine. I was a little worried at first. I'm like, yeah, I remember we work. did kind of struggle with them, and I think it was mostly just unfamiliarity. Unfamiliar. We yeah. Didn't realize how they engaged. Didn't realize how they disengaged. Exactly. Didn't really understand it because they ended up working fine. You didn't have to do anything to them after no, that, right? No. Now yeah. it's like now I realize. Okay, you turn it off. It takes a little, little bit for it to turn off. You right. Turn it on. It takes a minute for it to engage on a flat road or whatever. Right. I don't know the exact combo yet. I should have read the manual. <laughs> I could just Google it eventually when I have reception. Um, but uh, but yeah, it worked good. So the wiring was all right. Uh, I fucked up the pins, and I was worried that I wouldn't have enough room. But I ended up being able to solder a new Deutsch connector onto them. So soldered, sealed, um, connected. Uh, still got to put some brakes on this thing. I think it definitely needs the brakes addressed, like yeah. ASAP. So yeah, I was kind of leaning. Terraflex has a great kit, and of course Woolwood, which yeah. only does brakes. So terraflex has been an amazing partner and they gave me such such a good kind of like you know um situation on on parts uh they came in for the full long arm kit which has been awesome uh, it's been really good and I, I i can attribute some of like just the stability on the trail to the long arm kit now and yeah and the suspension system but uh they wanted to come in with the brakes and willwood also offered and I think I'll go Willwood just because yeah. that's all they do. And we got brakes. some amazing pictures of the, of the kit and you in action with the kit. We'll be sharing too. Oh yeah, yeah of uh, of the Terraflex stuff. Totally of the stuff when you, and especially when you were doing some of those crazy obstacles and like really getting nice. on it. Like that was yeah. We'll have to share. I'm some just of those. amazed by how well put together their product is. Yeah. How well everything fit and how good their instructions are. Yeah. And. The attention to detail, like the the emblems, even on the freaking arms, like yeah. they, didn't, they didn't have to spend the extra money to go do Those that. Those things shit. look classy, man. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> no joke, bro. And uh, and yeah, what else? What else was a highlight? My so I got a new head unit. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, we I, had we had some good tunes on the way out here. I came off of Kenwood, went to Stinger. Yeah, because they make this gorgeous uh, high ten ten inch display. Yeah, it's 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 huge. That's a total plug, but it's a plug that I'm proud to say because yeah. I'm really stoked on the performance of it, how it sounds. The natural equalizer that like they kind of have everything set to was already good out of the box. It wasn't set yeah. to zero. It was actually they had actually oh uh, really? So it came had, kind of like at a at a bass tune, a pre tune yeah, so, that yeah. was really good. I've had the other the other unit I had had a pre tune. It was garbage. Yeah, they usually are straight yeah. up, straight up. They usually because I have a Kenwood unit in the FJ as well, and the 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 factory tunes are usually. Eh, I mean, they'll suffice if you don't have time, but. Right. You really should do it yourself. But the Stinger stuff uh, is is really nice. The buttons are really big, so when I'm when I'm out jeeping, like my my fat fingers, you know, right. I can easily touch what I need. It's super clear. It's it's just great. So yeah. I'm super stoked uh, on that. Um, there's a number of things that have been really great, and we'll cover them as as we go along. You know, in these podcasts uh, as it comes up this week. But um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very lucky. Super blessed. Yeah, it was a really good first couple of days. Like that was. I mean, even me. I, I had a blast. I think I walked more of Hell's Revenge than I than I wrote. You rode. got a fucking workout. I kind of workout, but but you know what? It was it was rad. Like it was it was cool, man, to see. And you know, this is the same thing I said the first time we came out here two years ago. Was it was really cool to see like, you know, what you were doing, like to see you like accomplishing some really and and tackling some really cool shit, like yeah. Some of those obstacles are no joke. Like some of them are definitely you can do them. And I mean, there was even like I think on the easy sections because there's bypasses. Mm-hmm. There was like I think like a Jeep um, Compass or one of those other mm-hmm. cars. Like other, you know, you can. No, you could definitely. Hell's Revenge has enough like to where you could kind of like. Right, you can bypass yeah. a lot of it, right? Especially if you're willing to scrape the bottom here and there, you can probably get through. But, but if you want to take a hard line, but there are hard lines. There's hard lines. There's some serious hard lines, <laughs> and so if you do take those hard, watching you like basically like. There was I don't think there was a moment when you and I had a conversation or even like a brief exchange where there was any doubt you were taking the hard line. Yeah. Like it was like I'm hitting that. I'm yeah. going to go up I that. had to. I yeah. mean, I really wanted to see what it was going to do and it has been nothing but a fucking amazing. And I yeah. think there's a couple of pieces to it. One's a lot of confidence I came with having the parts that I have now like Yeah. I think anyone sitting on like Curry 60s is feeling pretty solid in, yeah. in where they're at. And it's like that helped a lot and then the tires were performing amazing so that helped a lot and then yeah having done moab once and having done really hard shit with like no experience helped a lot because right. we've done quite a few things since then so coming back to moab in a totally different mindset with a total um totally different setup and a lot more confidence than i had before really allowed me to enjoy every every single piece of it like I don't even think I had as much fun on the Rubicon, even though I was with such awesome friends. Um, I mean, the story that you tell from the Rubicon it sounds like you, obviously you had a great experience with friends, Adam and all those guys. Yeah. But it sounds to me like the actual hard line wheeling was more stressful. It was stressful. Than, it was stressful than, and than what you experienced here. I was constantly bottoming out, constantly like just having my teeth chatter all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And it's none of none of that with this. Right. Like, this, this this was this, like fun. Dude, the Bilsteins have been performing. We still need to go up on the spring rate on the Eibach Springs. Like right. It's got it. It's just it just needs a little. It's like it's fine what, did Mar- what did Martin say? Martin said it's like 80 percent there. Yes, and it is. And the it rest really of it's is. just tuning, basically. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. fine tuning. But the setup is is done. Like the setup is correct. Yeah, it's just a matter of fine tuning the details. I'm looking forward to tonight. We're gonna do fins and things. Yep, um, that that's gonna be pretty epic. I've, I'll mark off another one off the list. You yeah, know? it's these iconic trails out here in Moab, and it bums me out. Um, I'm stoked to be representing KC and to be um, here for the brand. I just wish we were just here, just a wheel. Yeah. Like I, I wish, I wish we Sunday. spent the last two days just wheeling, you know. Um, but the fact that I'm able to do that and and still represent the company and still Absolutely. do this, and that Alan supports me. Yep. To go out and it's live huge. this life, he understands this is my why. Yeah. And he and he supports it, and that to be supported like that by the company that I care about, and working for people that I care about, right? Working with people I care about, it's just. I have a whole different feeling right now in Moab. Last, I mean, when we came, I was with 5.11 and it wasn't a good vibe. Yeah. It was like, I was just this dude that people were like hating on and this whole Jeep project was such a pain in the dick because of that. And, uh, but now, um, actually being supported by like the CEO, the owner of the company who loves that we get out there, who loves that his people are actually doing this shit and living the life. 
that's huge. Yeah. No, it's been it's been an awesome experience and a and a night and day experience from the first time we. Were, I mean, don't get me wrong, we had a blast the first time we came out here. Mm-hmm. We but did. yeah, this has been a very different experience in a, in a positive way. We drove and out here with a fucked up drive shaft. Like my drive shaft <laughs> was out of balance. I mean, <laughs> God. Yeah, <laughs> it's always an adventure. You know, is yeah. the point. I mean, but I think I think this is a good spot, like to wrap up the first couple of days. And did we really just do almost an hour, bro? No way. Over, yeah, over an hour, yeah. Wow. Like that went by so quick because totally. so much has happened. So much has happened. So That's you what I'm guys saying. are in for a treat. I mean, the next few episodes, we're only in the first couple of days. Yeah, it's yeah. already been four. We even talk about our shit show of a day, uh, right? The total shit show of a day, right? Because like, not only did I have that death wobble, but you had your own fucking. Oh, I had my own drama. So we're gonna come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. God, and that's just. That was day two. Right? That was day two. Yeah, Jesus. we'll come back. This is day one and day travel day and day one in Moab. Yep. And then next day two in Moab will be next. The second half. The second half. Because I talked about the wobble shit. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, dude, this has been an awesome trip. So you guys, so, you guys are in for a treat. Let's pay some bills. Let's do it. So first up. First up, Casey highlights as usual. We we always throw them first because they've been with us from the beginning. They were the first. And, uh, you know them and rig supply. Yep. Um, but Casey is just you know I mean the reason even the ability to speak to you right now right. is thanks to Casey, yep. uh, who helped us with our kind of startup uh, capital and totally. getting our equipment, and so we didn't have to borrow anything from anyone. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's just been a great supporter, and it's pretty cool because out here at the Dixie Offered Expo is the only place that anyone could buy the new flex era fours because they've been out of stock for like months now it feels like months it's like yeah. been a solid solid month month and a half something like that so um that that was really cool but yeah check out the flex era fours they should be back in stock very shortly uh, i think uh, by the end of april we'll have a large run of them um get in line we have a reserve program so you guys can uh oh that's cool guys, yeah you guys can purchase it before it's in stock and you'll get basically queued up so that uh um They'll be first in line when they when nice. they come in. Pro tip. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> check out check out the Flex Eras. You know, of course, we make the Gravity Pro 6 bar, which everyone loves, and, and we're stoked to see them on everyone's vehicles out here. Yep. So many vehicles are running the KC lights, yep. so that's that's bitching. Like, we, we are definitely going to be around for another 50 years. Um, and get your get your discount. Yeah, get your discount. Um, you know, again, I don't know for how long this, this code is going to work, but for now, RFD KC, get you a little 10% off. Um and uh, and then next, who do we have? Rebel Off Road. Rebel Off Road. Rebel Off Road is going to be a part of the next conversation that we have on the podcast um, because I spent a good day with them. So we'll get into that too. That's right. In the next you, episode you because there was some cool stuff to talk Jeez. about on I that even, one too. I didn't even heard your full day. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was good. So we'll talk about that. Um, I have some. I'll post some videos to my Instagram and to Rick Verdurt's Instagram so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Um, but you know. Uh, we talked about Bond early on in the episode, and you know the rest of the guys have been covered in other episodes as well. And it's it's a place where you know I have the utmost trust and respect for those guys. Um, they've worked on the FJ, they've worked on um, Kate, and yep. it's one of those things that even, I'll even talk to them just for advice when I'm questioning something or I'm unsure about my next move. You know, as far as parts or, or you know, making changes to the FJ. Like recipes. Totally. And, you know, like life choices. <laughs> exactly. Investment advice. Exactly. What bank do I want to refinance with? Yep. Right. I call I call up, uh, I call up Rebel Evan. Off Road. And, yeah, I call up, yeah, exactly. I call up Rebel Off Road. So <laughs> definitely, um, you know, huge thanks to them for coming on board and supporting the podcast. Definitely check them out at rebeloffroad.com. They have a ton of good stuff out there. Actually, um, I believe before and after Moab. So when you hear this, they're going to be running some deals so yep. check them out and then uh finally we have demello demello off-road obviously demello Jason um, good dude another good Love human that guy he just built a badass gx i mean badass it's like all dope. the lights all the lights and that thing is nuts yeah. and all the sound system like good yeah. lord he's like full custom that right? thing punches yeah. oh my gosh that's yeah, so bitching it is awesome I'll be, uh, I'll be I'll be, uh, I'll be battling. You guys soon. will definitely need to duke yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah duke it out. that'd be yeah. a cool little piece. That would be cool. So check him out for uh, great, you know, armor all the way around, sliders, bumpers, Toyota for Toyotas and for Lexus um, vehicles. Like I said, he just built an awesome Lexus. So check him out, uh, Demello Off Road. Give him a call. They're running yep. deals too. Actually, I just saw an Instagram post from them, um, and DemelloOffRoad.com. Yep. So, anyways, uh, we'll we'll wrap it up with our our final sponsor. Um, great supporter, great friend, Martin Castro, uh, kind of, you know, came into our lives and touched us both in a very deep way <laughs> and, uh, and then brought his boss on board, Andrew over there and yeah. Andrew Hoyt and, uh, kind of let him know what we were doing. They got really interested and, 
um, they've they've now been supporting us yeah. in, a, in a really big way, and we're going to be doing some really cool things with them. Definitely actually, some cool things coming up with them with Milestone Tires, yep. and uh, it's the tires that I run. I, I've been running on their uh, Patagonia MTs, the Patagucci's, yep. uh, for for quite a while now, and uh, they just you know they took a chance, and it's I think it's worked out for them. It's worked out for me. Uh, love them. I'm on a new tire right now. Uh, it's also a 38 by uh, 12 and a half, but it's got a little something extra. And uh, I'll talk. I'll be able to talk about it more later. But I'm just alluding to the fact that it's it's a little something. There's different. some good stuff coming. Yeah, a little something different. Just good, <laughs> good shit coming. And you know, uh, one thing I want to I want to end on too is that you know, as you guys are out there t- potentially buying parts or looking into parts and have some grace give some grace to uh, the companies that you're dealing with or calling up for updates on when your shit's going to be ready because everyone's really oh my gosh right now. yeah the like, supply chain is just completely supply chain has been just slammed yeah. i mean it's been a bad bad it's situation for a lot of people yeah um so with that said you know just just have allow for some grace uh at this time and i'm yeah. and it's like it's not like you owe them anything but the reality is is the same way that our stock is, is hard to come by is the same way that industry-wide. about 90% of the industry yeah, is having issues. So and other industries. COVID, COVID's coming in waves at us. <laughs> this is just the most recent wave of COVID to hit. You know, yep. it's, it sucks, but it, we'll all get through it. Like we've been getting through everything else. So I hope you guys are all well. I hope you guys are doing good. Reach out to us on Instagram. It's at Rick for Dirt. We love hearing from you guys. We love talking to you guys. You guys want to discuss anything or have questions about anything that we've done or things that you're thinking about we're happy to answer those frank does a really good job actually on the social and i'll try to get in there sometimes and he'll hit me up if somebody says something specifically but you can catch us uh where else uh rigfordirt.com um you covered the instagram rigfordirt and um i'm frank at trucky mctruckface and i'm ali at kate and we will see you for part two see you